Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help in drawing near to God through reading God's Word and then applying its truths to our lives. If I can be of assistance to you, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Today we complete Hebrews chapter 12 by listening and responding to a great encouragement. It's a critical encouragement. God speaks. And when God speaks, He expects to be heard. In actuality, all creation responds to the words of God. We may ignore Him for a moment, but God will be heard. Today on Drawing Near, we are reminded that there is no escape for those who refuse God. Let's take our Bibles, turn to Hebrews chapter 12 and study The Voice That Shakes. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, Thank you for speaking to us. I acknowledge that we do not always listen, that in fact many times we ignore everything that you say or are insensitive to the fact that you're speaking at all. But Father, thank you for speaking to us, for making yourself known, your will known, for helping us to understand and to see the things that we naturally are blinded to because of our sin. Open up your word to us, Father. And give us an understanding not only of this passage, but all of those texts that lead up to this passage. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's begin today by reading Hebrews chapter 12, verse 25, down through the end of the chapter. See then that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven whose voice then shook the earth. But now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of all those things that are being shaken, as of things that are made, that the things which cannot be shaken may remain. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace, by which we may serve God acceptably, with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. In the latter portion of Hebrews chapter 12, we have looked at God speaking from two different mountains, Mount Sinai in the Old Testament, a mountain in part of Egypt, and then Mount Zion near Jerusalem, which represents a heavenly mountain. Now, we're told that God speaks from both, and we've seen the contrast of both mountains. In verse 25, it says, See that you do not refuse him who speaks, the one who speaks from Mount Sinai, the one who speaks from Mount Zion. For if they did not escape who refused him who spoke on earth, referring to the Old Testament speaking of God, where Mount Sinai was filled with smoke and darkness, there were ominous warnings, you couldn't even touch the mountain lest you would die. It says, If they did not escape him who spoke on earth, Mount Sinai, much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven or Mount Zion, whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying yet once more, I shake not only the earth, but also heaven. And so we have this challenge, this exhortation to hear God. That's the key here. We need to not refuse him. He has spoken. He has spoken clearly to us, and we should be concerned about refusing him. In this text, we are called to hear God 
and obey him. How many times does that come up in our studies? How many times in the word of God do we hear that? And we hear it again. He expected the Israelites in the wilderness to hear him when he spoke to Moses from the holy mountain Sinai. He expects us even more to hear him now as he speaks to us from Zion. One was a mountain where he spoke under the law. Now he speaks under grace. He forbid people to come near him on Mount Sinai. Now we are able to draw near through Jesus Christ on Mount Zion. We need to not refuse him. Because if he judged those who would not hear him in the Old Testament, we will be judged more strictly if we do not hear in the New Testament under grace. Did you hear that? So many people indicate that since we're no longer under the law, then there's no real requirement to obey Jesus or to obey God or to do what we are told. That God loves us and he sent Jesus to die on the cross for us and he'll accept us just as we are. That's the language that's being told today. But you do not read that in the New Testament. You may find that selectively and with bad interpretation, but that's not what the Bible says. And yet how many people do we know who say they believe in God and don't serve him? They say they know Jesus Christ as their Savior, but they don't surrender to him as Lord at all. They do not know the Bible. God's voice then shook the earth. But now in these latter days, when God speaks from Mount Zion, he will shake not only the earth, but heaven also, according to verse 26. And this idea of when he speaks now, according to verse 27, is when he speaks yet once more from Zion, he's going to cleanse the earth. He's going to cleanse the heavens. He is going to remove all of those things that are being shaken as of things that are made. He's going to address, he's going to deal with all of corrupt creation that has been tainted by the sin of Adam. So that the last part of verse 27, only those things that cannot be shaken may remain. But what can't be shaken? The heavenly things, the eternal things, the things which we will inherit. This is important for us to hear. Now, Sadly, I don't have a half hour here to talk about all of these things, to go back and review all of the examples we have from the Old Testament people who didn't enter God's rest, who didn't obey God, who didn't listen to the voice of Moses, who died in the wilderness. We are being contrasted with them. Remember that. And then we get to Hebrews 12 and we're told to run the race. We are told to endure chastisement. We are told to listen to God. All of these things are critical. We need to be wise and discerning and listen. We come to verse 28. It says, therefore, based on everything that we've been reading, not just today, but throughout Hebrews chapter 12, etc. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Did you hear that? The kingdom of God cannot be shaken. Only this earthly, worldly, humanistic sinful, carnal kingdom. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace, or let us receive grace, by which, by God's grace, we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Do you see what God desires? He gives us the grace, and we are to embrace the grace 
that allows us to serve God. Not just know Him, not just believe in Him, but serve God and serve Him acceptably. It's a huge theme in the Bible, from Genesis all the way through Revelation, that we may offer up service to God or offerings to God or sacrifices to God, but God can reject them. If they're given by someone with the heart of Cain, they're rejected. But if they're given biblically, in love and in faith, under the leadership of the Holy Spirit, then they're acceptable. God chooses whether to accept or not. You can offer. He doesn't have to accept. But let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably. What does acceptable service to God look like? Well, it is filled with reverence and godly fear. It is filled with an awareness of who God is, what He has done, what He has spoken. We revere Him. We honor Him. We love Him. We're devoted to Him. We bow down before Him. We serve Him with reverence and godly fear. It's interesting that those two words, reverence and fear, put into the same phrase. The reason why it's interesting is some people want to say godly fear is nothing more than reverence. But we're told here that we're to serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Jesus tells us that we're not to fear those who can destroy the body, but to fear the one who destroys both body and soul in hellfire. We need to have fear. We need to revere God, but we need to remember He is going to cleanse the earth. He is going to make all things new. He speaks, and we need to listen. Isn't that what we've been dealing with this morning? Don't refuse Him. Why? Because if we do, we will not escape. Therefore, we are to serve Him acceptably with reverence and godly fear. Why? Verse 29. For our God is a consuming fire. The idea of fire in Scripture is the idea of purging or cleansing, refining. But it's also the idea of consuming, of swallowing up, of judgment. Hell is a consuming fire. All those people who go there will live on for eternity in hell, but they will not come out. They will be consumed. They will be completely enveloped. God is serious in what he tells us. We need to be as serious, as reverent as he is. His words need to be heard and obeyed. I pray that we will do that. Father in heaven, thank you for these words. I'm sorry that in this context, we can't spend more time here. I hope that you will enable each one of us to spend more time pondering and thinking through these things and the rest of the things that you have been telling us in Hebrews. Father, guide us as we seek to worship you in reverence and godly fear, as we seek to serve you the way you are worthy of being served. Help us to bow down by your grace through faith and to recognize that your fire is going to touch our lives, either as purifying and cleansing or as consuming. Father, we pray that we will yield to your purifying and cleansing fire. Guide us today. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.